Welcome to the Bards FM podcast. This is Scott Kesterson, and tonight you're listening to You Can't Unless Trap. This war is real. Fighting is everything. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Tempt not the righteous man to draw his sword. Conviction, righteousness, ruthlessness. To understand tolerance, you have to understand the line of intolerance. War is the teacher, soldiers are the students. They become the bards of war. Good evening, patriots. And today is Monday, January 17th, 2022. And if you're a Q follower, I'm sure this has some coded message in the 17th day. Please let me know what that is. I'm sure it's exciting. But anyway, we're going to talk about a trap that's being set around us based on a simple principle, which is you can't unless. And I think what you understand how simple this trap is and how complete it is, you're going to start to see things around you very differently. Before we begin tonight, MyPillow.com, MyPillow.com forward slash Bards is the landing page for Bards Nation on MyPillow site. Now, Mike Lindell, again, is under a lot of attack, as we know, as he always seems to be. Because why? Because he supports liberty and he fights for this nation. That's the one of the big big positives for me and why we always I always support him here. So if you head on over to MyPillow.com, MyPillow.com forward slash bars. You're going to find all sorts of great savings. Some of those great savings right now are in the classic MyPillows, 75% off on the classic MyPillows. The Giza sheets, buy one, get one free, and they are super comfy. I'm telling you, I don't know what sort of magic's in that cotton, but it's something. The six-piece towel set, absolutely incredible. Great value, great towels, big, thick cotton towels. Your My slippers, 40% off. All of those... All of those savings right now are on there, and you can, and many, many more. And you can use your Bards code, B-A-R-D-S. That's your promo code anywhere on the MyPillow site, the Frank Speech site, or the MyStore site. So head on over to MyPillow.com forward slash Bards to be part of the Bards Nation assault on the MyPillow site and our great support for the Patriot Mike Lindell. And while there, use your Bards code, B-A-R-D-S, for some amazing savings across the entire platform on hundreds of products. Also, thefoundersbible.com, thefoundersbible.com. That is the Bible for our time, and you get 20% off when you use your Bards code, B-A-R-D-S, in the coupon section at checkout. This is an amazing Bible built to be a heritage Bible, heirloom Bible for the family, and it's an unbelievable Bible for homeschooling because it has our founding fathers' documents worked throughout the, the Bible itself. So you can actually be reading God's Word and then see how our founding fathers were referencing God's Word as if Scripture was a living language. It's an amazing document, a well-composed Bible, beautiful translation, and just a great study of our own history as well. So again, thefoundersbible.com. Promo code BARDS, 20% off. That's good. Finally, Expedition, X-P-E-D, ExpeditionCoffee.com. ExpeditionCoffee.com. That is the coffee 
for Bards Nation. It is designed to give you that boost of energy and sustained energy and clarity of focus all day long, while also setting the foundation to help build your immune system. And Expedition Coffee is part of a complement, a suite of other products that work together to build our health and rebuild our health sovereignty. So if you head on over to Expedition Coffee, X-P-E-D, ExpeditionCoffee.com, you can find the Expedition Coffee, which is a fantastic coffee and a healthy coffee. And you have also you have the Gut Health Triad, which is designed to heal and seal your gut to help reduce leaky gut syndrome. You have the immune booster Immune XP, which is a high in vitamin C based on pine cone extract. It's a fantastic immune booster. You have Pure 47, which is the most refined nano silver extract currently on the market, which can isolate the pathogens in your body while boosting your immune system. And we have Earth, which is a full body nutrient powder. Take one scoop a day. It's equivalent to a whole meal and all the nutrients you need all day. Mix it with water, drink it like a shake, a fantastic product. All of those products together come together to build a whole health ecosystem to rebuild the strength of your whole body health and immune system, and in so doing, restore our health sovereignty and keeping us away from the hospital death camps. So head on over to Expedition, XPD, ExpeditionCoffee.com. Patriots, we're in a time of the narrative shift, and we've been talking about this. We'll talk a lot about this tonight. And the narrative shift is really pretty interesting when you start looking at what's going on. And I've been talking about it for a while, but it's really time to get our eyes focused on this because the sleight of hand and the rewrite of history is happening right before us. The COVID virus is this whole myth that they've created off of nothing with a injection, which they call a vaccine, which was designed to do a couple of things. One, to accelerate through Operation Warp Speed, to accelerate the integration of the necessary foundations for the fourth industrial revolution and the push of humanity towards transhumanism, but equally to use Western society as a Petri dish and as crash test dummies, dummies as they literally eradicate a large percentage of the West, Western world using a technology delivery system, which they call a vaccine, to get in and literally destroy people over time. Now, this is going to challenge everybody as we go forward because we're starting to see the truth narratives come out. Everybody's all over Fochi right now, and he's going to be the fall guy for the moment, but they're gearing up probably for a war to see who gets the blame in the end. Now, the problem we have here is it's the blindness of so many on the Patriot side. And the Patriot movement shouldn't be Patriot as much as it should be truth because truth is ultimately the goal of everything. And there's going to have to be a, a coming to, quite frankly, to be blunt, a coming to Jesus. Because if we're going to walk in truth, we can't walk with what our bias is. So let me play a two-minute clip here for you. We're going to talk about it. Here we go terms of big pharma, which is a huge topic on the minds of, of mothers, especially you're seeing what's happening at these school board meetings. Where do you stand on these vaccine mandates? And obviously, I know that you are you are pro vaccine, obviously you did everything you could to get this vaccine out. I know it was where you one of the, the greatest achievements. We did it in less than nine months and to be able to do that. Yeah, but where, but now it's taken a twist, right? It's, it's gotten now we went from this is a good thing and people should have this option mm -hmm. to 
military men, you're going to have to resign yeah. because you're, you're not getting this vaccine. Where do you stand yeah. on that? Well, I stand on, forget about the mandates that people have to have their freedom. But yeah. at the same time, the vaccine is one of the greatest achievements of mankind. We would have had a 1917, remember the Spanish flu, killed perhaps 100 million people. Actually, it ended the First World War because the soldiers were so, a lot of people don't know that. The soldiers got so sick. It was a terrible thing. There were no vaccines. There were no anything. I came up with a vaccine, with three vaccines. Mm -hmm. All are very, very good. Came up with three of them in less than nine months. It was supposed to take five to 12 years. And, and yet we more say, people have died under COVID this year, by the way, yeah, under Joe Biden right. than under you. And more people took the vaccine this year. So people are questioning how well, no, the vaccine worked. But yeah. some people aren't taking the ones the ones that get very sick and go to the hospital are the ones that don't take the vaccine. But it's still their choice. And if you take the vaccine, you're protected. Look, the results of the vaccine are very good. And if you do get it, it's a very minor form. People aren't dying when they take the vaccine. What about they, the masking of children? That's that's a big I, one for moms right now. I think it's a terrible now. thing. I think it's a terrible thing. That flies the in the face of science. The kids have a virtual 0% right. chance of dying of COVID, and yet they're insisting on these vaccine mandates. I mean, I'm sorry, on these um, the masking masks, mandates, yeah, yeah. and now the, even the vaccine mandates for small children. Right. And what's going on there? I think what's happening is you look at the masks where... Fauci and a lot of other people said masks don't mean anything. All of a sudden, he becomes a radical masker. I don't like to see the kids with the masks on. They're sitting in school. They have a hard enough time sitting in school. It's like China. I've been it's, to China. Uh, well, and yet China's education system is a hell of a lot better than ours. You know what? They're rated number two or three, and we're rated number 44. But masking okay. children, I mean, no, that, the way it looks, right? It doesn't look like a free country. Um, uh, I'm against it. So it doesn't look like a free country because it's not... Because it's one big lie overall. Now, I'm going to just hit on this in the beginning, and I know that this makes people uncomfortable, and I'm just sorry it does, but I'm already reading this garbage from this weekend because President Trump had his rally, and they're saying, well, look, look, he's backing off of the vaccines. I don't care. He just personally took accountability and ownership of having three vaccines developed. Let me read you some data. This is from the 7th of January. This is the most current I could find. It was published actually on the 14th. This is the VAERS summary data. Remember what President Trump said? The vaccines are safe. They save lives. We saved millions of lives, he said. That's what he said. I'm just saying it. I developed three vaccines faster than anybody ever could, he said. Okay. So, and by the way, I always see this, President Trump, they say Trump is not president. President Trump will always have the title of president, whether you like it or not, because it is an honorary title given to every single person that served in the presidency. And I will never disrespect, I would call Obama, if he's on the show, President Obama, whether you like it or not, because it's the ritual in which we have. So, the bottom line is, listen to the VAERS data. Number of adverse reactions from the COVID-19 vaccine since December 2020, 1,033,994. Number of life-threatening events, 24,790. Number of hospitalizations, 115,754. Number of deaths, 21,745. 
Number of permanent disabilities after the vaccine, 37,937. Number of office visits, 161,438. Number of emergency room department visits, 112,046. Number of birth defects, 808. That's VAERS data, which is reported at at least, the best reporting is 10%. It's usually said to be 1% of the total number. Now, if there are patriots out there that are going to excuse Trump for what he said, you're walking a lie and you don't deserve to have the title of patriot. Walk away. Just go take the vax and go join the other side. Because if you're going to walk in the truth movement, walk in the truth movement. And that's it. Because the bottom line is, if you're going to take credit for it, and own it, then you're going to have to own the results. This, the narrative spin that is coming is going to be very simple. They're going to say it's Fauci's fault, and you're going to hear this thing like, and I've already started to hear it, yeah, but President Trump was, mis, was misadvised. President Trump assigned Fauci to the position, and he stood behind him in every single presentation. So don't put this on Fauci. He's a bag man. He's just as he is. He's got his hands in it. And yes, he's been involved in a lot of other stuff. But all of this is a smoke and mirrors to have you not look where the real problem is. It goes Fochi. It goes Trump. It goes DARPA. It goes DOD. And it goes deeper. Where else does it go? To Pfizer, Moderna, AstraZeneca, and Moderna and Johnson and Johnson. Have you seen any of those CEOs called to Congress? Why do you think that they're doing this narrative shift? We're going to drop the mandates because they're not saying stop the vax. Why? Because if they say stop the vax, the rigged election system will show its face. You see, you're never going to win an office if you condemn big pharma. You're never going to win an office. And for those of you out here that are believing that the elections are good, we have control over local still, and we have some control over the state But at the federal level, you will never be in office unless you kiss Big Pharma's butt. And that's a simple fact. So the whole VAX process was built on a simple narrative that they are using everywhere and have used everywhere our entire life. And it's you can't unless. So let me walk you through how this works. You can't survive pandemics unless you trust us with an injection. You can't get a job unless you go to the university. You can't open a business unless you fill out this paperwork, file these taxes, pay this fee. You can't have that dream unless you get financing to do it. You can't be different than the crowd unless you want to risk being teased and ostracized. See how the conformity model works? And it's the entire system, the entire system that we are living under is based on this simple manipulation. You can't unless... And it is so powerful that it has brought us into a control grid that we don't even realize at times. 
You can't be a Christian unless you go to church. That's a good one, by the way. You can't have a relationship with God unless you're a member of a church. See how all this works? And everything around this is built this way. And what has happened is it's continued to corrode and erode away even the best of, of the movements. Like right now, you can't be a patriot if you're going to criticize Trump. You can't be a truther if you're going to criticize Trump. This is where it's gone to. And it's an insane place we're in right now that we have to put a stop to it. If we are literally going to live in a time of truth, we have to face all the truths and put them on the table. Believe me, Fochi is guilty. But everyone around this thing that has promoted this injection or turned their back on calling for the end of this injection is guilty as well. But they don't want you to believe that. We can't move forward unless we get 5G. We can't compete in the world unless we have the best vaccine development systems in the world using mRNA. We can't compete with other nations unless, and it goes on. We can't have an advanced MAGA, a new great Make America Great Again, unless we have advanced robotics in our manufacturing and we displace our workforce, which is the part they don't want to tell you, but we'll retrain our workforce because we can't survive without this next step in, in evolution. We can't compete unless we integrate technology into the people, transhumanism. All of this is structured so that everybody is being herded into one place, and it's working very well. And so coming up, you're going to get the various variations of this as people start to scramble because the COVID narrative is falling apart, and they all know it. They all know that there's people dying. They all know that there is pressure now to have accountability. But you're going to get the excuses. Well, we couldn't have gotten through the pandemic had we not had the vaccine. I'm sorry people have died, but we look at how many people we saved. We haven't seen the end of this death wave yet. It is just starting. This vaccine does something really, really horrible. It's worse as we get to know it. It's worse than we ever thought. I think it, when we step through with it, there's going to be a place where those that have taken it would have would wish that they have died because it's working something like this. And you've heard me talk about this before. And I'm going to capture three terms that are used a lot by the New Agers, but just bear with me because I don't care about the New Agers. I care about what principally our body temple does. Okay? And I'm using these three terms, which are also Tesla, but... The New Agers love them, and I don't care. So vibration, frequency, and energy. Okay, our prayers elevate our vibration. They lift us up to a higher vibration in this world. And as we get to the higher vibration, we enter into that relationship with Christ in a, such an amazing way. And then our heart, which is an electromagnetic engine, is literally our bridge to God, our frequency to God. I want you to pay attention to the two things that are happening. 
You constantly hear people talk about being tired, worn out after they take the injection. Their internal vibration, their energy is diminishing. Now think about it, just for a functional point of how this is. You're getting nanotech in your body that is like a parasite. It's sucking off of your energy. It's draining your physical energy down. And as you drain your energy down, you have less and less ability to function in this world as God intended us to. You have a lower vibration. Then the heart. Why is it the heart, this heart is always getting injured? And they act like it's like, well, it's one of these unfortunate consequences. No, it's targeted. And we can prove it. First of all, we can prove it from their own advertising because in the World Economic Forum, what they did is every single time they advertise the new advances in medicine, the one thing they always show you, and remember, they will always tell you before they do it, they show you a 3D printed heart. They knew this was coming. They, oh, did they ever know this was coming? And they knew exactly what part of the body it was going to affect. And the heart is one of those. The heart when you have myocarditis, there is no repairing that. That is a slow death of the heart. Now, God gave us a heart, and it is, it is an electromagnetic engine. And biblically, he's always talking about speaking to us through the heart. What happens when you start to change the heart's frequency? You're going to disrupt it. And what happens if you degrade the heart? And little by little, you're being created to be an entity that's separated from God. Simple facts. But this whole thing is working to where people are going to literally have to live with a lower level of energy, always tired, worn out, very down, depressed, slowly allowing the world just to kind of erode around them. The reason athletes are getting hit so hard with these deaths is because they're pushing the the performance of their hearts. They're, they're not able to have a slower pace. But isn't it interesting how many people have been forced inside to sit at desks all day long, become more lethargic. They don't necessarily feel the immediate impacts of this injection because the whole lifestyle has been re-social engineered to make people more lethargic. What a beautiful thing to do if you're wanting to create compliant slaves. Simply take away their energy. And when those that do try to have an embold and attack and they start to get energized up to go do something, what happens? The heart fails. We're seeing it in every single performance athlete across the world right now. So, Let me read you something here. This was a post on 4chan. It's a very interesting perspective, and it ties right in with this. There will be no collapse the way some of these people think of it. It's not going to be like the movie Dawn of the Dead or whatever, where one day suddenly all the stuff hits the fan and prices skyrocket and everyone begins to riot and the SS comes marching down the street to kill everyone. There will be no happening It's far more insidious than that. You'll just notice that every day, simple things will become a little more expensive. Everyone's homes and apartments will start to get smaller. Your work hours will get longer, but your pay will decrease. 
You'll see family and friends less, and you'll find that in time you care less about them. Every day you'll find yourself lowering your standards for everything, work, food, relationships, etc. Job security will no longer exist as a concept. You'll notice houses and apartments shrinking. People will start hanging on to clothing longer and longer. Less people will get married. Even less will have children. People will engross themselves in technological distractions, meta, and fantasy, meta, while never truly experiencing the world. Whatever dream people used to have about what their lives were going to be will become for them a distant memory. The only thing left for them will be the reality of their debt and their poverty. And every minute of every day, they will be told, you are stupid, ugly, and weak, but together we are free, prosperous, and safe. That is the collapse, the reduction of the American man into a futile serf, incapable of feeling love or hate, incapable of seeing the pitiful nature of his situation for what it is or recognizing his own self-worth. And the vax plays right into that. Now, is that the definite outcome? No. Is it the probable line that we're following? Yes, because if you pay attention to how all this is working, there's this constant ebb and flow of fear, and everywhere within the ebb and flow is we can't, more of this, we can't do this unless... We can't move forward unless everybody gets injected. And so there's a pushback. Well, we don't want to get injected. Okay, well, we'll take away the mandates. But we're still, we're not going to be free of COVID unless. And in the meantime, prices rise, inflation goes up, your buying power doubly drops, and little by little, they increment you across a period of time and you become accustomed to buying less, higher prices. Gas has gone up over a dollar a gallon in my area in the last three months. There's no riots. People are like, that sucks. Construction costs have gone up over 60% this last year. There's been no riots. This is what I hear. Man, our house costs us a lot more to build. (laughs) Yeah. It's just an absorption of a new reality that they are completely squeezing people down to be accustomed to buying less, living poorer, but telling you all the time, we're going to build back better. We're going to make America great again. We're going to make things better than ever before. This is the game, patriots. And they're always going to catch you with, we can't unless. We can't go forward unless this whole 5G net is done. So see, one of the things you have to look at right now when you start to look at all of this garbage around here about this wordplay, about we're we're dropping the max mandates, and you hear patriots, woo, we're winning. Get to the details, always the details. Let's go to that Virginia governor's mandate about dropping the vaxes. Everybody was like, Wow, what a big win. Part of the red wave. He's actually listening to the people. He is dropping the vax mandates. That was number 11 on his EOs. But no one read the EO, apparently, because this is what it really said. It said that those in the executive part of the government were not required to get vaccinated. That's it. 
but all the other departments were not included. Corporations weren't stopped. And testing was still allowed to be mandated anywhere. So why, why would you possibly care about just your own department of the government, the executive branch? Because that's where all your buddies are. That's where all your lobbyists are. That's where all the people that made, you made campaign promises to to get jobs and influence went. See, this whole thing is a big game. Here's the other big part of the, the Virginia thing, and it really disgusts me how many big accounts are pushing that thing as a win. That governor went in and issued 11 executive orders, 11 executive orders, and people are like, yes, we're beating the Democrats. We're kicking them out. I would like somebody please tell me where in our Declaration of Independence, where in our Constitution, in our form of government, that it says that the executive order is a principal part of governance. Because it's not. What they're prepping you for is tyranny. When we abdicate our rights to one individual who can override the process of representative government with an executive order, and the executive order becomes a normal way of doing business, we have now lost our nation forever. And we're getting very close. People need to step back and take a breath and quit playing on their game board. Executive orders are not the way this is done. It might be frustrating. It might be mind-bending sometimes to have to witness this, but I do give President Trump hands down fantastic credit here of forcing Congress to have to do their job. And what do we discover? Congress was never intending to do their job, but he did that brilliantly for three years. He forced them to do their job. And what do we discover? They were a bunch of charlatans. They never did their job. The process of taking back this nation is going to be one in which we, the people, take it back, in which we, the people, make decisions that are not based on a binary outcome. This vaccine is crazy. It has completely locked people into a narrative. We can't move forward now without having to say, without addressing it, and you have a big chunk of society out here that are saying that, well, if you don't support the vax, you're evil. The other side of the equation is going, I hate the vax. You all are evil. They have done a beautiful job of splitting this country. The problem that's coming next is that whole narrative of you can't unless, and the you can't unless is, has gotten us here because you can't survive the fake pandemic that we created to shape, reshape your lives unless you take the injection which we created to transition you to transhumanism and the fourth industrial revolution. That truth of what it really is about is now starting to surface. I'm going to come back to that in a second, but I want to point out a few things. As people start to get this sense of we've won or the victory. And look, I don't mean to be dousing these, this optimism, but we're not in a place where we need optimism. We need truth. And you have to look truthfully at your world and not making excuses. And it's that simple. We can't sit here and have truth for one and accountability for one and not accountability for the other. It's amazing to me that in this period of time, in the investigation of Fochi, which has been a matter of a few months, 
We have learned everything about him, including finding a magic smoking gun letter, which apparently exonerates everybody in DOD, everybody in DARPA, but points the exact finger at Fochi as the man who did it all. Now, just ask yourself the probability of that happening. So Fauci single-handedly led the four largest pharmaceutical companies in the world to create the gain-of-function research type injection that caused the death of millions. If you believe that, I have a great garden plot on the moon I'll be glad to sell you. It's fantastic, I swear. You're going to love it. And it's not expensive to get there either. This is, this is seriously where we're at, is this naivety. And we have to start really looking, functioning at what's going on. What has happened? Why is it that the Pfizer CEO just came out this morning and said, we're very soon, we're going to get life back to normal? Well, let me tell you why. Because as everybody's been running around here, all trying to figure out which face gag they're going to get, or what their new color of their face diaper is going to be when they get to social events so they can all look cool, or how many injections they're going to get in their body so they can be part of the plan to save the world. This is what's been going on behind the scenes. 5G is now on the ready to be launched. Do you think it's any coincidence that they're dropping down the mandates now that 5G is ready to launch? I guess it's just a coincidence, right? The whole pharmaceutical industry has now retooled itself over the last two years. They have completely revamped their entire production processes to use these new advanced mechanisms, robotics, and everything else, including the new mRNA, which will now be part of mRNA and nanotech will be part of every single pharmaceutical product, including your flu shot, which, by the way, you'll notice the flu came back on vacation off of vacation. The flu apparently took a vacation down to the Bahamas for 18 months while the COVID took over. Now COVID's going to hand it off, hand off their job over to the flu and the flu is coming back in and the flu shot's back in fashion. And no one's talking about what's in the flu shot, but it's the same tech patriots. And don't get comfortable with your ibuprofen and your Tylenol because it's all going to have the same stuff in it. Now, what about the food system? Well, if you'll recall, when we launched this whole thing back in May of 2020, the military was asked to step in and to take charge of our supply chain logistics. That's right. With the new advanced AI supply chain logistics system. And that just kind of got brushed under the rug and everybody forgot about it. As Palantir got into new new parts of that and as we launched new bids for social control over the entire system DHS asking for new monitoring capability see what they've been doing they're keeping you running on one level they're keeping people focused on the vax focused on the mask as they've completely rebuilt the infrastructure of the way our system will work without your input 5G's up in almost every neighborhood now. They're ready to go live. And they have to have 5G because they need to monitor everything. And that's how they do it. The AI system for running logistics has been working. They're breaking the system. It's part of the reason it's everything's all stacked up. They're trying to ask every economist. You're going to be like, well, we just can't figure out why stuff's stacked up. It's stacked up because it's a whole new logistics supply chain system they're building. 
It's a complete integrated grid that they need to track everything from the seed to the loaf of bread on your table. They need to track everything from the ore that comes out of the ground or the tree that's felled all the way to that nail that goes into the, into the wall or that piece of trim that you nail on your, on your baseboard. They are tracking everything, and they're building it right around you. Oh, and let's not forget about Meta, because right in that sleight of hand right before you, Facebook changed its name to Meta, but what's that about? Because Facebook, Google, and Sony have all teamed together now to architect this new Meta, and they're building overtime right now. I just saw some schematics the other day. They're literally building whole worlds in Meta, and they're starting to bring people in. And then we discover surprisingly that even though we don't have 5G yet, it's just coming online. We now discover that the towers that are being put in place also have our 6G capable. And you hear all the time about how, well, we're not going to be able to win this war of artificial intelligence and so forth. And okay, but what's another big part of the fourth industrial revolution? It was the integration of the technical with the biological. And what just happened with this injection? They have used they have used 30% of the population, maybe 40% of the population, as their crash test dummies. They have required, they have achieved everything they need now from the data and the biometrics of the use of this vaccine to know their formula and mixtures, to know what needs to be done to integrate transhumanism across the entire population. And in the process, they've seeded the ability now to continue the extermination of the elderly, to take the weight off of Social Security while they start to integrate this into the youth so that the youth as they grow up are completely 100% dependent on the injections for life to ensure that they're moved into transhumanism. Remember, you can't survive this unless we rely on them. You can't unless. You can't have a great country unless you follow a certain formula or a certain man or a certain path. They've done this over and over. And this hand puppetry that we're dealing with right now is insane obscuring the truth as they roll out their new infrastructure underneath us because why did they have to do it this way? Because Americans would have said no. We would have ultimately said no. And this is why I've said many times that they've used the cult of 2A, not the, not the guaranteed right of 2A, but the cult of 2A, that fanning of the flames, like I'm going to got my guns. They ain't ever going to come after me. They ain't ever going to take over my country. Still waiting to see those men stand up. It never happened because they neutered everybody. Everybody was wrapped in fear, trying to figure out what color their face diaper was, what, when they were going to avoid the shot, how they were going to bypass getting having to wear a face diaper when they went shopping. Over and over, and the whole time, they architected the new system right underneath us. There's a way forward. And it's a hard way forward, and it can be won. And here's how it is. It's defiance. We cannot continue to participate in their game. The mask mandates, the no mask mandates, it's part of their game. They're not telling you no injections, 
Because if they did that, Big Pharma would fail. They're telling you it's a choice. But how do you give somebody a choice when knowingly there's a million thirty three thousand nine hundred ninety four people that have had adverse reactions. What how, what type of choice is that? Ask yourself that when you hear somebody say we're taking rid of the mandates. It's up to a person to have the choice. What type of choice is it when twenty one thousand seven hundred forty five people have died? That's known deaths. That death is probably by a factor of at least ten, if not a hundred, in truth. So. What type of choice is that? And that's what we're getting to when I've said over and over that this is a war between elites. And they're, they're playing everybody. Because in the system of our government, there's only two options. It's either the Democrats or the Republicans. That's not the way life works. But that's what they want you to believe. And the question is, are you willing to let go of that and believe that there is another road out? I do. And it's, that road is centered on my relationship with Christ and my walk with God. And if you hold fast to that and we hold fast to that together, we're going to be just fine. But you have to believe that there's more than two options in this world. Because the trap of everything they do, again, is you can't unless. You can't win the election unless you vote for a Republican. You can't win the election or you can't win unless you do this or that. And so much of the patriot movement is sucking into this. I'm still trying to wrap my head around this sleight of hand that has happened that we went from going after the cabal and the deep state to where the cabal and the deep state became synonymous with the Democrats and somehow the Republicans were immune. When all along it has been the Republicans that have been the biggest problem behind the scenes who have been using the Democrats as the noisy front end to keep people distracted. Do you understand that? The Republicans have been quietly behind the scenes moving the benchmark of conservatism towards globalism and tyranny while the Democrats make the noise and the Republicans go, ooh, bad, and then the Republicans compromise. It wasn't the Republicans following. It was the Republicans leading, letting the Democrats make the noise so everybody would look at them and turn to Republicans and go, oh, okay, well, that's all right. Then we at least we, got, we didn't get everything, but we got some things. They've been the biggest manipulators, all of them. So we have a choice to make. And if we continue to walk in this system and we continue to believe in this binary outcome and we continue to believe in their garbage and we continue not to want to call truth as truth, but start making excuses because that's what happens in a binary world. Is it in a binary world when you have only one of two options, you do things like this. Fochi's wrong. Trump didn't mean to say that. Fochi's wrong. Trump was playing a game to try to hide himself so that he could work with the cabal and they wouldn't reveal him. Fochi's evil, but Trump was just, he just was ill-advised. That's the binary outcome of thinking when you allow yourself to work there. And if you get caught in that, that's exactly where you end up. And unfortunately, there's way too many patriots that have been caught in that. 
When you break down the binary thought process, you get rid of this model. You can't unless you start to think free. You start to look at all the possibilities that are out there and you discover something. God works on a plane of infinite, not a plane of binary. Satan works in binary. God works in infinite. So the ultimate challenge for everybody is, are you willing to let go of binary? Because everything around us, our worlds that we work in, our digital spaces, our whole way of thinking has been shaped by the one and the zero, the yes and the no, the good and the bad. So I'll leave you with this. If we are going to function and it's a good and a bad, a black and a white, a one and a zero, we have a real problem coming and it's right on our feet right now. It is before us and it will continue to explode in the next two weeks, three weeks, month and three months. It will be in our face. And it's probably why you're seeing the White House putting up a concrete wall with gun ports around it right now. And it's this. The COVID narrative is falling apart, patriots. The truth is starting to come out in big waves, not in drips, but in waves. More and more articles are coming. Joe Rogan's been talking about it, who has a big reach in the, in the moderate to liberal side. More and more people are waking up to a simple reality. They got screwed, and they took the backs. There's going to be anger. There's probably going to be some outright serious anger. There's going to be a lot of people that are going to want to give up and die because they're going to realize what's happened to them. So if we're going to walk the binary world, it goes like this. Well, you shouldn't have taken it. Therefore, you deserve what you got. And as hard as this is, because we've had to go through that process, and I've talked about it from from a point of view of just like, hey, they've made the choice, they've walked, but here's the reality. This is the ultimate play by the deep state. They divided us. They got a portion of the population to accept the injection willfully. And now they're counting on us to do one thing, to play their binary outcome, to turn our backs on those that took the injection. And here's where we enter into the final point of this tonight. God isn't a binary God. He's an infinite God with infinite wisdom infinite blessing, infinite grace, and infinite love. Who do you follow, Satan or God? Because if you follow Satan, you're going to take the binary option and you're going to leave them and walk away. But if we're going to follow God, we're going to do everything we can in these coming months, weeks, and months to offer solace, to offer comfort, and to offer a way back. And the way back is repentance and is accepting Christ. It's that simple. But it doesn't mean we have to bombard them with a book and beat them over the head like a, a hardcore proselytizer. But we better, we better think about this because our walk ahead is going to demand of us to do things that are not going to be fun. These people have been injected. They're spreading stuff. We don't know what they're spreading. Some of they say it's spike protein. It could be nanotech. But you know what? At the end of the day, I'm not going to let the deep state destroy us. We walk with Christ. The deep state can go pound sand and kiss my butt. They try, they're trying to destroy a country and a people forever. And the only way we're going to get through this is for us to take the high road. And that's going to be the hardest walk we've ever taken. This is where the narrow gate gets so tough. It's not just turning a cheek. 
We have to lead with that power of faith and our love that only God can give us. And we have to lead where we sometimes we don't even want to face them. But we're going to have to lead and guide people back. We're going to have to be patient. And we're going to have to offer a way to heal, not necessarily their bodies, but definitely their souls. And that's the walk we now take. We walk by faith, not by sight. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this time. We thank you for these challenges put before us because through these, Lord, we truly grow. This is not an easy period in our life. And somehow I feel truly that we've had this put before us because you knew we could do this. We were here for such a time as this. And you know that within us, we can rise up to the greatest challenge ever put before us to heal a nation, to bring them back from the brink, not to listen to the rhetoric and crap that comes from our leadership, but to trust in you, to trust in you and put our love truly in our relationship with Christ and to you, Father, and to let you guide us above all things and to reteach us what it is like to put you back on the throne, to let our leaders talk the rhetoric they do, and let them fall by the lies in which they speak. But to allow your children now to rise up as their remnant, to extend a hand of grace, to give strength to those that are wandering, to alleviate the fear of those that are in panic that will release and realize what has happened to them, and to provide them with the one thing that we know can heal their heart, and it's the acceptance of Christ in their life. Guide us, Father, in this time. Give us that strength and thank you for the courage and the trust that you've extolled upon us. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. A challenging walk ahead for every one of us, and I put myself on the top of that list. Don't think I put myself on the bottom. But we're going to do it. And we're going to do it because... We love God more than we love anything else. And that's why we can. So, be strong. Be focused. Be truthful. Don't be deceived. Don't let yourself be caught in the binary trap. It's not worth it. God's an infinite God, not a limited God. And above all, push yourself every day to see what that infinite looks like. Don't limit yourself. Limiting yourself limits what God can do within us. So keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. Our prayers right now really need to zero in on getting past the limitations of the binary. We need to see broadly what's God's play. What, how, how would God see this? How would Christ walk in this time? God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And I'm telling you right now, he is pouring out everything into us. All we have to do is listen and trust. And listening is not just, I'm going to listen. It's a discipline. You have to train it like you run, like you exercise, like you do anything. Learn to listen. And God's going to win this. He's got this hands down. 
It's just so amazing that we're here, he's with us, and he's trusting in us. And that says everything, and it should give everybody that encouragement and that power to get up every day and go, how far and how fast? We're going to win this, and it's going to be glorious. And we're going to get through this, and we're all going to go, whew, that sucked. And then other times we'll say, that was pretty cool. But the bottom is, bottom line is that it's going to be real and it's going to be truthful. And when that settles in on the heart, all the lies, deceits, spin, all this other garbage that politicians and leadership does these days because that's what they think is the right way to lead, it has to end. God's children now have to rise, and this is our time. So see you tonight for Fishers of Men. Until then or until the next time. God bless and out for now. We shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward, by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable, that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made. Therefore, they can be solved by man. And man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable. And we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs and hardships as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who move forward, and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy, the faith, the devotion, which we bring to this endeavor, will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country.
old evil that has waited thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples, it has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. We push. We climb. We never give in. We become the nightmare that evil didn't know could exist. We pray. We stand. We live by the words, in God we trust. We fear nothing. We are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath.